that it? Jamie, Jamie was talking to us like we he could hear us, but we had music playing. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Oh, the, okay. It's tricky when when we don't all have headphones. Anything Jamie yeah. said is bonus content. That's cool. No, it's okay. You can subscribe and give us monthly donations um, by this method. What we did is everything out from here on out is going to be free. And if you would like to donate $3.99 a month to us to, so we can grow, you can grow with us, you can unlock the first episode of this podcast. And that'll be it. <laughs> that from here on out, it's free. And it's going to get better as we go. That's a, that's a Hot Rock Life promise. <laughs> Jamie's here. Yeah, we have Jamie Krause in the building. He's a friend. He's a good friend. Our numero uno musical guest. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So what's up with the band? Are they going to do the show? I believe so. Jamie's and the Loser Birds. We should mention that. A terrific punk band out of Massachusetts. <laughs> out of anywhere in Massachusetts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we are we're playing next weekend with Rocket Gods. And then after that, we should figure it out. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. The Rocky Gods are coming in here to play too, and they're gonna be recording up here, which is awesome. That'll be fun, man. Um, hold hold the mic closer to you, please. It's making yeah. There you go. Masturbation gestures. (laughs) Well then, you know what to do. (laughs) Camera makes me nervous. I'm bashful. No, don't worry about the camera. It's weird, right? It it is weird. It's masturbation. Oh, oh. Um, Just worry about that. Yeah, I got no problem with masturbating. It's just the talking. On the camera, though? <laughs> oh, it's just the talking on camera I'm nervous about. Jerk it off. That's no big deal. So the loser birds are yourself, Mike, Red, Eric. Yes. Hmm. All very talented musicians. Yeah. Though your live performances are phenomenal. I would love to get you guys on this stage and show the... Show yes, the fans, show the listeners, the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Those three guys are fucking amazing. Yeah, Jamie likes to undercut himself. Yeah, He's a I'm terrific horrible. bass player. I'm he horrible. is. <laughs> I like to beat myself up. They'd be nowhere without you, man. <laughs> if I don't beat myself up, I'll get too cocky, so I always have to think I'm pathetic, you know? Well, you're always going to be your own. Try harder. you got to be your own worst critic anyway. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because I would say right now to anyone listening to the show that the first few episodes are probably going to suck. Because we've never done this before, and we're just kind of going with it, right? Right. And even if someone likes it, I'm going to be like, no, those episodes suck. Yeah, so <laughs> who doesn't want to see it? I want to hear the first, uh, what's his name, Mark Marin. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a ride. Have you dude. listened to What the Fuck podcast? Have you listened to his show? Not in a while. Yeah, me neither. Same. But I have like, <laughs> in the past. It's a fucking right. Some people say he went tame now. But yeah, I would like to see his first one. I'm sure it was pretty awkward. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, he's used to doing stand-up and shit, though. True. That's true. But it's a different muscle, man. Like, when you sit down to do a podcast, like, we're used to performing. We're musicians. We play in front of people all the time. And I'm comfortable with that now. Um, There's noise. I have to keep up with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's noise distraction. They're, they're paying attention to the music and not just your words. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But when, like, you sit down to do something you've never done, like this, yeah. and that camera's on and you're recording, it's kind of like, ah, <laughs> this is different. I just want to look cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
God damn it, I never look cool. That's across my legs. Is that cool? <laughs> I'm not sure. Jamie, you could not look cool if you tried. Did that come all right? Wait a minute. Nice. No, 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 that's not what I meant. Uh, thanks, You Matt. couldn't not look cool if you tried. Thank you. You are always cool. Thanks, man. man. I like the first one better. It was funnier. Uh, what do you think, Brian? That was a good roast. Yeah. That was great. It would have been a good roast. That was great. I that. You want a God good roast? Damn. Just step out out the door here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's hot as F. Yeah, it is. I can turn. Yeah, I came in here wearing a hoodie. Apologize. It's going to be a fan no, no, noise episode. Bad. You're going to get some bad. fan noise. You're going to get a lot of fan Where's noise until we, until we get the right equipment, I guess. Jamie doesn't See, have a pop You were right, dude. It's just blowing hot air now. For now. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm getting a, I'm getting a little breeze over here. Yeah. Probably because I You should be able to, to hear the, to feel the AC. I feel it. Like here and now. Now and then again. But yeah, if you want to get a little sweat going, you're just going to stand outside the door. Oh, wow. It's pretty sweet. It's a fucking sauna out there. We just had rain for the first time in weeks. Yeah, months. that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was just waiting for someone to say, uh, well, we needed it. Yeah, apparent, <laughs> apparently you can't drink it, though. Apparently it's fucking poisoned. Well, my grass is happy. Apparently it's not fit for human consumption. What? When yeah. did you really? It's like it's been, been on like so CNN long. and everything. Oh, really? CNN. Well, it's been on the news, too. Right. Now I watch it. The news. <laughs> it's yeah, say, they're saying that the You mean water. the same people that are like, don't fucking bottle it and sell it. It's illegal. Right. <laughs> well, no, it's... it's. Don't collect rainwater. Yeah, it's don't contaminated. Collect. Well, now, it's, yeah. now it's, it's toxic to the human. I believe it. I believe it. I actually do believe that. Well, they cloud seed. Yeah, yeah right. They, they do. There's fucking, like, metal and shit in the air. They, like, spray shit, and they make it rain, like, in yeah. some agricultural significant areas, areas supposedly I don't know try to turn hurricanes around <laughs> like the cartoons in the 50s when they're throwing pots and pans into the clouds fuck yeah <laughs> well that's what they did dude that's funny because like in the 50s that's where uh, what was it the um, the weather control like operation began uh, oh, yeah. operation um, fuck man all the conspiracy idiots out there are going to be like, you motherfucker, it's Operation blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come to me. We can Google these things. Yeah, <laughs> we can. Hold on. Brian. Yeah. Motherfucker, not doing his job. We'll get more productive some other time. <laughs> down the road. Down the road, we'll Google and fact check things. <laughs> but no, that, that's a real thing. I just can't remember the name. Operation. Popeye. Uh, cloud seeding. <laughs> pa- it's it. Popeye. Operation Popeye. It's literally Popeye. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? It's okay. A, well, it's the first thing that comes up, and it's a Wikipedia page. Scroll down a couple, because I, I know it by another name. And Operation Sober Popeye. Project Controlled Weather Popeye slash Motor Pool slash Intermentary compa- Compatriot. Was a military cloud seeding project carried out ah. by the U.S. Air Force during NAM. Okay. Fair enough. To extend the monsoon season over specific areas of Ho Chi Minh Trail and shit like that. No shit. That's back then. That was 67 to 72. Does it say the guy's name that was up there? Like, he's like, he accidentally figured out, like, how to fucking cloud seed. Is what. Lead iodide and silver iodide, but deployed by aircraft. Tested in Okinawa, Guam, Philippines, (laughs) Texas, Florida. This is not knowledge I'm aware of. Yeah, oh, no, it's shit. a thing. It's a yeah, thing. Yeah, we're red pilling Jamie hard. Here yeah. we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, baby. It was the cartoons. I didn't know. Um, Dr. Donald F. 
Hornig. Um, technical aspects of the experiment were verified by this individual. Special assistant to the President of the United States for Science and Technology during October 1966, Project Popeye was tested in the strip of the, the Laos panhandle east of the Bolovens Plateau in the Se Kong River Valley. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah, that's blah, the only blah, name blah. I got. But so they what have were been they doing throwing that. into the clouds? Uh, gods and pans, no, it's, really. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, get to the bottom line. Here. It is. They are metals. It's silver iodide and lead iodide. Well, I thought it was ironic that you brought that cartoon up, man, because I bet that was based on actual the shit. Conspiracy, yeah. Yeah. Right. A, lo a lot of things we see on TV are. Yeah. Like, even Especially like. cartoons. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a ton of propaganda in cartoons. Yeah. All sorts of little, like, fucking truth, uh, you know, nuts or whatever you call them. Yeah. Little, little Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. I'm like, truth nuts. <laughs> I like Making a trail mix. <laughs> I can tell you just truth nuts from now on. <laughs> some <laughs> go some, by the truth tree. And get some hit by honest the truth grapes. Nut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go by the truth tree. <laughs> Were you hit by a truth nut? Because you know a lot. <laughs> no, knowledge, knowledge beans. Though. Knowledge beans. <laughs> knowledge beans. There you go. Seriously though, I want to know like, how did they cloud seed? It was by plane. It's fucking sprayed while they're up there. Oh, they just sprayed. Yeah, it's a chemical with like a bunch of toxic metals and shit. Yeah, and so it, planes and are doing it all the time. So well, that's the thing. That they shut by. down that operation. They ended up shutting it down. But do they ever really Supposedly. shut these things down? No, they really, they don't. I don't they think they do. They change the name of it. Right. They do other things. What about all the planes? You know the. The contrails that are up there that you can yeah. see. So that supposedly spray aluminum is that for cloud seeding? That's the theory. There's theories out there that. I say thought it was that. more to reflect the sun back, so we don't burn to death in the future. Oh, that's good. Fucking take the sun away. You think that's good? No, they drop. This is this is a this is one of the really conspiracy conspiracies. Bill Gates has been talking about doing that. I'm Not a spray yeah. aluminum yeah. on the earth, yeah. so it reflects. Yeah. It reflects and it takes away from, you know, all the forest fires and all that stuff, supposedly. But then again, then you're coating the whole world with aluminum <laughs> dust. You know. Remember The Wizard of Oz? And uh, the first guy to play the Tin Man had, like, aluminum makeup. The yeah, boy, yeah the poisoning. Really sick. And the chick yeah. from Oh, Goldfinger. no kidding. I didn't know that. Uh, the James Bond movie, Goldfinger. Oh, she did too? Yeah, one of the ladies on that movie got that kind of poisoning. No oh, kidding. wow. I didn't so know So why would they be able to spray that? <laughs> one of the members right. were kissing some shit. Like, we're pranking each other. Some rock band, like, kiss, like. Yeah. We're pranking each other and got a bunch of body paint and fucking painted it up their buddy and he almost died. With <laughs> aluminum, I with aluminum makeup? Yeah. Well, they, like, they paint. covered him in makeup as a joke. But well, they've proved that, like, aluminum in women's deodorant causes breast cancer and shit. Yeah. Well, it's, like, linked to it. Yep. That's aluminum-based. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like how do I know if my deodorant's aluminum-based or not? It says it in the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Like, smart me never looks at the ingredients. No. <laughs> I, I yeah, like the man. way it smells, so. Ingredient labels are <laughs> taken on face level. Like, they have to say. They have, right. But who knows what they're not saying. You think it tells it all? Probably not. Probably the not. FDA. Pay the right but they do tell you what they're doing to you, and it does fuck you up. The Food and Drug, <laughs> the food and drug Administration lost my respect. Oh, dude, in the they're year so. There's, how many lawsuits does the FDA have against them? Like, really? uh, countless. Fucking countless. And then fluoride. 
Like I heard, <laughs> I heard Matt from the Dr- Great Deception podcast um, talking about fluoride today. How yeah. like forty-seven out of forty-eight Nobel Peace, uh, yeah. Peace Prize winners were opposing putting fluoride in the water. Yeah, yeah. And Dude, it's like it's good for your teeth. It calcifies your pineal gland. So when you got, I was talking to Kelly about this the other day, uh, and it might be the <laughs> reaction from the fluoride that made her forget, unless they really didn't do it in her school system. But when you guys grew oh, up, yeah. Didn't you take fluoride like in school? In cups. They fucking give you that little, little cup. You'd make the sure little you tartar sauce cups. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did. That's weird. Yeah, we totally did. And we just took it. Like yep. you just took it. Yeah. Dude, like looking back on that now, if they did that, you know, to any of my daughters, I'd be like, wait a minute. Like what she takes this? care of her mouth at our home. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? I know that was very strange. And it my is. parents were on board. Obviously, they're like, oh yeah, great <laughs> idea. Whatever yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Reagan said it was all right. I wouldn't brush my teeth in the morning. My parents would be like, yeah, whatever. They take care of that at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting the fluoride. It's all good. And the milk comes in after. Yeah. The fluoride doesn't mean shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. The fluoride was weird. I remember it was like you kind of wanted to drink it. Because mm-hmm. it was bubble gum. They it made was, it. Yeah, yeah. They had bubble gum. And it was like syrupy. It wasn't like carbonated <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Or it wasn't like um, like Listerine or anything. You know, it was just like this really sweet, you know, get, like the, grape get the kids tap. to enjoy it. How yeah. many kids do you think just like drank it because it tasted good? Know, probably a lot. Yeah, because I'm sure, I mean, I was little, but I'm sure I definitely like drag it a little bit i remember getting two different colors and always like everybody in class would hope it was like the bubble gum cover color. oh yeah so like if we got the other one everyone would look at each other and be like fucking <laughs> stupid <gross."> yes yeah, stupid <laughs> you know what i never really thought about it though when we got the bubble gum gum uh color and everybody looked at each other like sweet it's a bubble gum color. <laughs> and a ton of them were drinking it that's why they were Dude, happy exactly <laughs> then you're like smelling your breath after you like i like grape <laughs> the grape shit was good yeah, I don't think I, we ever did. Have I like grape anything. I'm older than you Diamond guys. Tap. I think bubblegum mm. was our brand new thing. <laughs> and then you guys are like, way later. you guys adopted it after So, <laughs> about masking chemicals with friggin' kids' flavors. Um, oh, like shit like this. Vaporizers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton of um, shit in there. Mountain Dew has. Tastes good. But Mount, <laughs> Mountain Dew has an alcoholic beverage now. No. Do they really? Yeah. I'm gonna do the do. I'm gonna do the no. do now. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what is it called? Mm, I don't even want to look it up, cause then I'll fucking fill so my news feed. Now you can have a heart attack when you're drunk. <laughs> what do I search for? Mountain Dew booze? I don't know. Sure. Dude, I got Mountain Dew liquor. I was called. just telling Brian how I've been drinking soda again lately, and Mountain Dew is like back like I'm a teenager again ah, it's horrible I went on a Mountain Dew kick in EB oh, so horrible yeah. <laughs> yeah dude totally it's. I don't even really drink soda and I started buying the shit out of Mountain hard Dew, Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's called new hard Mountain Dew <laughs> oh my god dude I'm sorry you were drinking during that when hard it's so yeah. <laughs> I almost spilled it up oh, the, the flavors sound delicious too they got Baja Blast oh boy alcohol. oh man do they have code red <sighs> picked the wrong day to quit drinking <laughs> Uh, they don't have code red for The thing about red dye, <laughs> they say it's made Baja in like Blast, people's shells. Oh, black I'll cherry. keep drilling that one in. Yeah, we talked about that. 
We are doing another podcast, by the way, called Cosms, which a lot of this we will touch down on. But for now, we're just hanging out. We don't have bands playing. And, you know, we got <laughs> a musician in the building, and this is all the wacky shit musicians talk about, though. Yeah. One, one show at <laughs> a time, Sam. One show at a time. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, sir. You're right, sir. <laughs> we're practicing, you know. Oh, yeah, we're also going to do another. <laughs> I'm practicing. Yeah, you're practicing to be. Remember that? I'm going to say nine million nowhere. different ideas. I'm going to be like, oh, and this is other podcast, but they'll never actually happen. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we have this other one coming Walk out. and talk podcast, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. The walk and talk podcast. I know. You and me that'd love walking and talking, man. I know. That would be great. <laughs> Imagine walking around with chess gear. Yeah, with the chess gear. Yeah, you'd have to. Well, you uh, can do it on your phone now. You get you hit can, by a car. You can go to the Anchor <laughs> app. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can use Anchor on your phone. So which is pretty dope, then. which is a sponsor of the show, Anchor. Thank you. If All you right. would like to experience Anchor, check out anchor.fm. <laughs> you just gave one for free. That was it, right? I know. I just gave him a freebie. God damn it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. You're welcome. <laughs> Somebody pay $3. <laughs> if you would like Help to us. donate to us monthly, our first subscription will leave you there. It'll happen, you guys. Our, our first episode. Once Paris Hilton's on the show, yeah, that's how you motherfuckers are gonna wish you listened that's to right. us. <laughs> that would be the one. Paris my wife, my my wife would listen to that one. Like, you on guys should just like start start saying like random like people that were in movies. Will oh no, Mickey Rourke is coming here next week. Nice. Yeah, on a plane. We'll oh, I, was thinking, I was thinking more like uh, the oldest son in. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, shit. He's going to be here. Mickey. The one with, like, the acne and, like, comb over? I think so. I just popped in my head. Oh, oh wow. Well, like, Mickey Rourke. People, that's a fucking... Know? That's a good one, though. Mickey Rourke like, is easy. We'll just bunch up a brown towel and sit in the seat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Put like some Mickey hair on it. <laughs> hey, how badass was Mickey Rourke in the 80s, though? The most He was badass. amazing, yeah. He was badass. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the king of indie movies. For like when indie movies started, he was this like is where the Jamie guy. gets good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my crappy in indie movie fucking. Fuck knowledge. yeah! We're doing an eighties rewind with Jamie Krauser. Yeah, Let's do indie it. movies from the eighties. Do it, dude. Repo Man, motherfucker. That's a good movie. That's an excellent movie. It's yeah, that's like top ten. That's <laughs> Jamie, you just parked up right there. You were like, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> well, <laughs> that's an excellent movie. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It definitely is. Jamie showed me Repo Man like ten years ago, and I need to catch Didn't up. Didn't you on own it. it? Didn't you have it? Yeah, I think I saw it at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we've been watching that since I was a little kid. Like, and I didn't even know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> but that's kind of how I get into punk rock. Give a brief yeah, summary. My dad was like, dude, I must have been like nine or ten probably. And my dad's like, oh, you like weird stuff. You should watch this movie. Because my dad always liked these <laughs> weird-ass movies and kind of got me into the weird indie movies. And, yeah, that that's was cool. one of them. And I fell in love with, like, Iggy Pop and uh, Circle Jerks. Give a, yeah. Can you give a Jamie description of the plot of Repo Man? Oh, shit. Uh, J- it has to be beginning to end. It doesn't have to have everything. <laughs> well, first of all... Glad we settled that. It's, it's like Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez is yep. like coolest character ever, and it's like his first character, I believe. Is it? I think that was his first full-length movie. No shit. And basically, he's this young punk who's going nowhere in life, and there's this, uh, <coughs> there's this car driving around, and no one really knows what's up with the car. There's just some weird guy driving it with one sunglass lens in his glasses and then nothing on the other. And he's weird as hell. 
So he keeps floating through the movie the whole time. But basically, Otto, who's Emilio Estevez, he just gets into these weird antics, and it's very, uh, it's very indie like. Yeah, gets into some crimes. crimes. There's some other punk rockers, and uh, what else? Oh, so uh, yeah, he happens to like be in the area of a Caribbean repoed by Harry Dean Stanton, mm. who is awesome. Oh, shit. And uh, basically teaches him the ropes on how to be a repo man. And, uh, yeah, in the end, you know, basically they find out this, like, well, this is the whole thing. There's aliens in the trunk of this car. Motherfucking aliens. But that is, like, the whole mystery. If it really is aliens or not, like, no one really knows. Because they never really show you what's in there. <coughs> Actually, now that I think about it, you know how in Pulp Fiction, when uh, the case, the case and yeah. the, the, he opens it and it's just light? <coughs> yeah. They call that, like, the That's mom, what the they did in something. Repo Man. So yeah, I'm wondering green, if maybe... Yeah, like, the greenish light thing. Yeah, I wonder if maybe Quentin got that from Repo Man. Because when they open the trunk, it's actually a white light. It's, uh, like, a super bright white light, and it just melts people. So it's, like, just... Like the deadlights? Shit, I don't remember this movie. So, <laughs> I know I saw it at your house. But yeah, but we were probably... It's a classic. We were probably, know. like, drinking the whole time. Yeah, probably. Remember the deadlights? We did not I drink should, much at my house. I should put that on the list. Huh? <laughs> we did not drink much at my house for a stint. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was a... It was a party place. So you're saying, yeah, maybe maybe Quentin Tarantino. Just for paid that. Paid homage to that. Yeah, I'm wondering. Like, he does that a lot. He pays homage yes. to a lot of other directors. Yes, he does. Kind of like in a... Uh, in a, whatchamacallit way, like, um, oh, man, The Shining, and uh, what's the director? Stanley Kubrick? Yes. No, yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? He, um... Alex Cox. He does that, too. Of, uh, oh, yeah. That's right. I kind of knew that. I don't remember what else he did. He did a couple other decent movies, too. I'll give you a couple. That was really, like, same idea. So where were you with Stanley Kubrick? Oh, he pays homage to a lot of people, too. Does he? And uh, Steven Spielberg actually pays homage to Stanley Kubrick a lot. Uh, like, he uses the same number. Scorsese does, too. Yeah. He did Fear yeah. and Loathing. Did he really? No, the that dude was... The that did um, Repo Man? That was Terry Gilliam yeah. that did uh, Fear oh, and Loathing. Uh, yeah. He was... Uh, this is director, writer, or producer. I'm sorry. Really? So, yeah. He's triple talented, he I guess. Out of it. Wow. Um, there's a 2009 movie called Repo Chick. Oh no. We gotta look. We gotta look into that. Uh, which he wrote, directed, and produced. Oh okay, it might be alright then. Rock and Maybe. Roll. <laughs> and a bunch of like, off, sh- like sh- off, off in the wild shit I've never heard of. Wait a oh, minute. Yeah. So he did. He did Fair and Loathing. Yeah. Not Terry Gilliam. He was. He was uh, what was he producer? He was What's part of it. Did he do Wheel of Buffalo Fear Room too? Whoa. <laughs> Director, writer, producer. Oh, yeah, so he was a writer and. He was a writer on Fear and Loathing, then. Oh, uh, okay. I take it. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the writer on that. I wonder wow. if he worked well, on cool. where the Buffalo Room, too. Repo Chick. Ah, it's not cool. on there. No. No. Did you guys like that with the Buffalo Room? Bill I've Murray. only seen 50. It was okay. Ago. It's okay, yeah. You know what sucks, though, is I watched that after Fear and Loathing, yeah. so my expectations Same. were heightened. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I like it. I do like it. It's okay. But yeah, no, it's not fair and loathing. No. I mean, it's totally different direction and all that. Hmm. Yeah. Like, they both spent a ton of time 
with Hunter S. Thompson. Right. Like, to prepare for those roles. Right. Like, you hear about the shit that Hunter, like, did to them? Oh, like, yeah. Fucking with them? Not just them. Like, random, like, actors. Yeah. Like, John Cusack. Like, he fucked with that John Cusack a lot. <laughs> He's a fucking great guy. Kingdom of, of Fear shit. was the last book I wrote of him. I think it was the last one before he fucking shot himself. I, oh, really? uh, I don't know where that book went, uh, went, but I do recommend it. There was a lot of yeah, I'd like to read that. A lot of his time of um, cafe racing on like mm. these crazy fucking fast bikes in these little European cities and shit, or like South America or something. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah, he got into some crazy shit. Yeah, dude, I heard I heard that he tied, he did LSD with Bill Murray, tied him to a chair and threw him in his pool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. That does sound like... And picked uh, him back up, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I wish they had video of Bill Murray hanging out with him. Mm. That would be awesome. Yeah, right? (laughs) Then with Johnny Depp, he had him sleep in his basement. right. On, like, a mattress next to, like, fucking... like two 20 gallon barrels of gunpowder yeah. shit like that dude yeah they were like the bed and he was like ashing on an ashtray they were like it. the night tables for the bed <laughs> have you heard he just never told him what was under the ashtray <laughs> so awesome have you heard him and Jeff Beck no <laughs> oh you know what I just saw an ad for that today though yeah yeah Johnny Depp and Jeff Beck yeah really yeah that's funny yeah that's what he's been doing he's been, he's been playing on Rocking stage rocking with Jeff like, Beck I, it's pretty wild yes no kidding Jeff's like, we believe you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Dude, I don't know, man. Mess. That whole, like, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial thing, I, did you guys even, like, pay attention to that? A little bit. We, it was yeah, kind of in your really face. Yeah. 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 I mean, how could you not? Some I like the way shit. it turned out, but you know what? There's three sides, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it could have been, yeah, he probably did some weird shit, but she definitely did some weird shit. Yeah, dude. Like, that's we all do weird fucking shit. The skeptic right. in me thinks like, the timing was very odd. <laughs> but, like, it's funny because the recordings that she put out of Johnny Depp, like, you know, punching or, like, breaking the glass on the cupboard or something I like that. that part. It's like, dude, that happens in every fight <laughs> with, a, with your partner. Like, something breaks sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, shit gets broken. I mean, if he, like, grabbed her and started slapping her, that, that would be pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if she's driving him crazy and he punches him, you yeah. know, he puts holes in the wall like a teenager, I mean, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, no, she, she from what I saw, definitely looked like the asshole. <laughs> I just, the pooping in the bed's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that was funny, I saw that. Like, wow, imagine if you were with a girl, and, <laughs> and you guys were, like, splitting up, and she pooped she on your bed. your bed. Oh, I'd just, just be like, wow, how did I spend so long with this person, and... <laughs> She would poop in my bed. I probably would have been like, can we go back out? (laughs) (laughs) You my girlfriend again? You're like, oh my God. 40 years later. She's the one. (laughs) (laughs) She's the one. Oh my God. No, I get like, I can picture it and I get like the dry heaves going. Yeah. (laughs) And then thinking of every time that I did dirty stuff to her, I'd be like, (laughs) 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 yeah. (laughs) Every time I like, Went down. I'd be like, oh! <laughs> Poop. All I can think of her, I can just picture her just like s- squatting like, <laughs> like, like a Brazilian like in their village, like just totally, just totally doing the deed. And uh, Jamie just got us five stars. This yeah, there's a friend of ours. Well, does anyone really think Amanda Heard's tra- attractive anymore? Anyways, I mean, 
I mean, look, yeah. Well, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it doesn't matter. No, she has the I started gold. writing her letters She has the that. golden ratio in her face. Yeah. Some shit. Oh, she's very pretty. Very she's attractive. But yeah, no. Fuck no. no, dude. No. I didn't see the crazy eyes before, but now I see them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like dude, she, we... <laughs> she hid them well. Well, Hollywood's shit, people, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I mean, we have a friend. I don't want to name names. But we have a friend that was telling me that he was doing, and we know the girl, too, but he was doing her in the butthole on his mattress in his <laughs> parents' basement. <laughs> and he, like, he pulled out and, uh, like, a piece of poop, like, rolled out of her butthole. And he was, like, so concerned about his mattress that he, he caught, caught it, it before it hit the mattress. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude, you really pulled that off? He's like, yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> it's like catching an, <laughs> catching an animal poop. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty oh, good. Oh, like your last resort. Oh You're like, God. ah, gotta do something. <laughs> Damn it. Jesus, oh, fuck. Man, I don't want to go in this direction, but I'm sure we all have crazy stories that, oh, about that. please, go in that direction. <laughs> well, I was with a girl, and, you know, we were young and experimenting, and we experimented with that, <laughs> and she happened to probably had to go to the bathroom yeah so it just ruined it for me for the rest of my life because all i could feel was uh <gasps> you poop could feel at the it end. oh you <laughs> could feel it oh yep. did she tell you afterwards that she really had to go or anything nope but you felt it in there oh, like, yeah, the totally. turtle head basically oh totally oh wow i was like pushing it and, like, it ruined the whole concept for me so, I, bet that, I bet that's normal man so the thing is yeah. the thing is i'm sure it is just most guys don't give a shit no yeah i so would I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but Think, yeah that's just I'm a weird, picky guy. I don't know. That's not that weird or picky. <laughs> no, because you're like, oh, that's, that's understandable. What if you get it on the inside? So is it like dysentery or I think something. I just penetrated your poop. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm and done. my <laughs> penis is infected because it went inside the urethra. Oh. Wait, so is it I'm the sure same, that must have is it the same probably. thing as like... Yeah, probably. Is it the same right? thing as screwing a pregnant chick? What, hitting the baby in the head? Oh, no. I don't think that really happens. No, that doesn't really happen. I mean, unless you're like unless very well endowed. Unless they're in porn, yeah. Yeah. Unless they're in fucking porn, they're like cock. bang one of those fucking ridiculous wow. dudes. <laughs> I mean, some of them are just ridiculous. <laughs> Yikes. Like, I don't know. It's kind of funny to think about, though. <laughs> yeah. What, poop? Yeah. Poop How do we funny. roll around to Your that? penis bouncing off some other dude's baby. <laughs> Did you come up with albums? With albums? I, I really didn't. I was thinking about it. I mean, dude, I don't... Okay, I can't name a favorite top ten albums. I can name I know, some hard. of my favorite albums, but I, I feel like I'm cheating on other bands when I do that. Yeah. Because like, like, I love so many... You're going to put it into like your age category, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, this age to this age. Yeah. Do it by I like decades. This band was the number one band of my life at that time. Yeah. You or, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, basically, like, an example. Like, 19... Are we still going? Yeah, we're going. Like Sorry. 1990... <clears throat> was it? Like, maybe a little earlier than that. I'm telling everyone how old I am now, but... Uh, there is probably late age. 80s into, like, early 90s, Minor Threat was, like, a new... Uh, you know, <clears throat> it was the first time I ever heard anything like that. Fuck yeah. You know, besides, like, the Repo Man stuff, that was just kind of, like, punk rock stuff. Yeah. Minor Threat was, like, super, like, hardcore punk. Hardcore punk. Which I had never heard of at the time, because I was, like, 
11 or 12, right? Was it the whole album or was it a compilation? It was, well, he, they had the complete discography, which was all of them on one CD or double cassette maybe. Oh, shit. But no, I had Out of Step on cassette. Yeah. And I got it from my buddy Aaron. And uh, he got me into a bunch of those old bands, like, before I even knew anything about them. He, like, helped me get cool, nice. you know? Because yeah. he, he introduced me to, like, Minor Threat and uh, the Boston's at the time. Because they were just still kind of like a, a brand new band, kind of. Yeah. So he was, like, hip to all the newer bands. And, uh, but yeah, I'd say, like, from the time I was 11 or 12 till, like, 14... <sighs> Minor Threat would be like my number one. There you go. Which is weird because I barely listen to him anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it was that time and that place. I get that. And it went with skateboarding a lot, you know? Because mm. that's when I really started getting into skateboarding. Oh, and you know, getting into skateboarding helped me a lot with bands too. Yeah. You know? Well, like, yeah, all different. Yeah. All different bands. When they had, when I first started watching videos. <laughs> You know, there was like pirated yeah. songs. They never got, never got a hold of these people and like, oh, we're gonna, can we use your songs? They just did it. Yeah, and that's it, where you'd hear a lot of the bands that like you dug. Yeah. You found out later. That Dinosaur Junior. I found out about yeah. from skate videos. Uh, Black Flag. Uh, who else? A bunch of good bands mm. from then. But, uh, I mean, still, even like oldies, like they'd play like. Motown songs and some of the uh, yeah. skate videos, which got me into like the Supremes. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like you always knew who the Supremes were when you were a kid, but did you ever really like listen to them? Right. You know? Yeah, definitely. And like uh, the Ronettes. Like I love the Ronettes. Oh, yeah. 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 They're like one of my favorite female vocal bands ever. Yeah. I love that era. There's so many good roots out of that era. It, Musicians had it good back then. I imagine. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, think, you think not? A lot of, well, I think maybe because... Not in all cases. For no. Sure. A I lot think of bands got fucked out of a lot of money during that era. Right. Yeah. I think it was like... It was good for getting the music out there. You know, like... Uh, the rock and roll, like when Jerry Lee Lewis and uh, Elvis and Johnny yeah, Cash drove around America... Like no, not at that time. Didn't they have thousands and thousands of dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at that point. But they were still driving around in like two station wagons all across America, making their managers a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, exactly. By car, dude, the way you should do it. By car, old producers, school. Producers, a lot of producers cleaned up during that era. Yeah. We were talking about that on one of the last rants we did. Mm. We were talking about like the early... um. um Fucking, now I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. What do you, the, the style of music back then, it was like a, what do you call it? Um, you know, doo-wop, doo-wop. Doo-wop, yeah. yes. Yeah, there were a lot of doo-wop groups that were just completely screwed out of everything. Yeah. Man, I told you, I, I didn't saw think that, of that documentary. Oh, maybe I didn't tell you, did I? I don't know. There was this, I don't know, it was a really good documentary on like PBS or something, and uh, they were talking about this band called the Teenagers, and it was a bunch of, uh, Heard of them. younger black kids, mm -hmm. and basically they got really big really fast, and their managers and producers and all that, they cash. just wanted the youngest kid. They he was like the in. star, yeah, right? Yeah. And I can't remember his name right now. It's terrible. But uh, he was like the big star, so they're like, all right, 
we just want him. We don't want the rest of the band. And they took him, and they tried to put out a hit single. Nothing happened. His career went downhill, and he was only, like, 17, 18 at this point. Yeah. Because he was, like, 13 when he was, like, singing in the Teenagers for, like, those few years. Yeah. And, uh... I guess things got bad really fast. He became a heroin addict. I was going to get, yeah, I was going yep. to ask that. And they would still see him at clubs, and it was a bummer because <laughs> the musicians that, like, looked up to him, like, were only into it because of him. Uh, He'd be, like, trying to bum money off him at the clubs and stuff. That's brutal. Yeah, it Dude, sucks. The, the white man made a lot of money off the black youth during, like, the doo-wop movement and all yep. that. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, man. The Jewish white men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I mean, well, no a lot of them were Jewish record owners, not like that I'm anti-Semitic or anything, but no. a lot of them did like own a lot of it. That's the true. Stereotype, they just happened to be Jewish. The stereotype is fucking real. You saw it everywhere, like in, in, in culture back then. Do you see it in yeah. movies of, of yeah. the past, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, was, there were a lot of... The uh, villains of stories over time emulate fucking actions of real shit, like... You know, some like not the fantasy, but like even the fantasy shit, it's a fucking ruler being shitty or, you know, something like that. Yeah. It has a, it has a real life correlation. Like, yeah, what you're saying. Totally. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh... So a bunch of people just stopped listening. They're <laughs> 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 like, whoa. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Albums. You can't say that. <laughs> you didn't give an album. We didn't get an album idea. No, well, it's just it's the truth, actually. It's what editing's for, guys. Yeah, that's true. We could edit that out. I don't think we should, though. I really don't. No, I don't. I don't. No, a lot blows, of the, it a lot of the, the record labels up. were owned by like predominantly like Jewish record owners. That's what I thought. Yeah, that was true. That's what I thought. Yo. That you know what's funny? Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Easter eggs. Uh, the... Um, the character Pesh in Sopranos. There's a whole Sopranos episode about that, and Pesh is like the Jewish friend of the Sopranos, uh, yeah. who like you know he like throws money in on some of their endeavors like over the years, yeah. and like you know gets like a certain amount back, like helps them out basically. Yeah. And uh, he actually did that to a group in that movie, and that but that was like an Easter egg to like reality because that happened all the time back then. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about it, too. No but that's, that is actually factual. Yeah. Now, a lot of it, I, I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, the fact that they're Jew. Now, a lot of it's like Zionism, like a lot. And it was back then. It was people that heavily contribute to Israel, like the state of Israel. Yeah. And not even all of them are Jewish. Like, there's a difference, you know, between Zionism and Judaism. Yeah. Yeah. Big I'm time. not familiar. Big time. Now people stop listening. <laughs> now. <laughs> what album? <coughs> what album? Can't, can't do a top ten, huh? Oh, you want me to name an album? Yeah. Well, if, okay, if we're we'll going do by, some like, riffing. childhood. Do some riffing. Growing up. I, I was really into S&M Airlines. Uh, no effects. That was, like, their first, like, one. really good album. Yeah. I still love that album to this day. They put out Punk and Drublick after that, and I know that's, like, their fucking staple. That's their hit. It is, man, but, I mean, they put out so many amazing albums over the years. Yep. Like, when they came out with Wolves and Wolves Clothing, I was fucking, like, I thought at that point maybe they were going to start, like, you know, slowing down a little bit, 
And actually, I, I do want to talk about that at some point in more depth because I compare that to what Rancid did with Rancid 2000. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, because when, when Life Won't Wait came out, I love that album. It's awesome. Right. But it, it was a little, like, you know, a little slower in some right. areas. But that intro was amazing. But, yeah. you know, and so I kind of thought, like, they were at that point where they were going to start writing, like, slower shit or whatever. <laughs> right. What did Meaningful. I know? But then they put out Rancid 2000, and it's it's like a fucking trust punk face. album, dude. Yeah, yeah. like... Hit play and I'm like, whoa, it fuck, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it, you. To the point where like I didn't even I felt know the about same it. when No Effects put out Wilson Wolf's clothing. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, I mean, you had Coaster after that. Yeah. I was so, late to those. Yeah. I like. I'm just. I like Coaster. With you. Coaster was good. Coaster's pretty good. I but like it, it is a change of pace. It you is. Know? Yo. Yo. But I like the change of pace on that. Same. What's that? I like Eddie Bruce and Paul. What's that one? <laughs> Eddie Bruce and Paul. Yeah. That's what a good one. To Eddie Bruce and Paul? But honestly, like. Uh, I kind of like slept on a lot of the early no effects. For some reason, I was the cool kid who just didn't like no effects, you know? Yeah. And then we'd be like going up to Sunapee snowboarding like every weekend at my buddy's cabin. And they always played uh, Punk and Drublick. Mm. Every morning, you know, we go skate, we go snowboarding, and we get all pumped up playing that. Yeah. And they got me into it slowly, like. I just, at, when they first played it, I'm like, oh, no effects, I don't like them. They suck. Because I was just too cool for that. I get it, man. Kind of punk, you know? And Rancid, like, See, I, had I don't know, I always did kind of like Rancid, though. Like, I saw Rancid in, like, 1990. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I was a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was, like, six. <laughs> 91, 92, maybe, actually. When I had kind of a similar, opposite experience. Like, when I got into the into no effects, it was my older cousin, Ryan gave me SNM Airlines and I was like 9 or 10. Nobody my age like knew who they were or knew right. that album especially. It wasn't until they put out Punk and Drublick where everyone my age was like, oh my god, have you ever heard of the No Effects? Exactly. <laughs> Bitch. Exactly. <laughs> SNM Airlines. <laughs> yeah. I that felt was so totally, cool uh, I just like, one day I just was like, oh, oh, that's what it was. I was at Massasoit. Yeah, what won you over? Um, I hate to say it, because you guys will probably laugh, but it was uh, so long, and thanks for all the shoes. It's a great album. I thought I it was awesome. That album. I thought it was awesome because I was really into ska at that point, yeah. and they had a couple of ska songs on it. See, I don't even like ska, and I like that album. And that's a good album. Yeah. And I gradually got more into them after that, and I backtracked. It starts with and yeah, that's when I heard all the early ones. Yo. You know? Cause, Yo. And I was like, dude, these are freaking gems. Like, I wish I had just given in early on you know yeah. there's so yeah. many good bands where i was too cool to like even listen to them you know i had wish i got into punk and drum like i did the same thing you did i was like nah i'm too cool for yeah. them they sold out <laughs> same with alkaline trio man like you, yeah you kind of like gave my interest rebirth in alkaline trio did i yeah because i was just like no nah, they suck i thought you were gonna say it ruined it they like, were a band like I whiny cry babies you know what i mean they were a band i was into like from the conception pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> and just gradually i'm like this is a really really good band i heard of them because of blink 182 cuz oh, tom yeah. delong talked about them and like kind of kind of like build like kind of like you know hyped them up to like the public no kidding and then they ended up on the cover of like i don't know if it was rolling stone but it was some magazine back then it was like the cover from from here to infirmary Oh, right on. Great album. Yeah, it is. That's got to be like their hit album as well. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, that and Good Morning, that did really well. Yeah, Yo. that's true too. I, I, fuck, man. 
and I did the same thing with them. As they put out more <laughs> albums, I'm like, nah. Yeah. <coughs> but Mark Walther was always like, no, dude, you got to give it a chance. Like, you'll still love them. Trust me. It grows on and you. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You just want instant gratification. Yeah, right? exactly. Right when you hit play, you exactly. just want all the fucking awesomeness. Yeah, right? and now all their albums are like some of my favorite albums. Yeah, <laughs> and like some of them are creepers, right? Yep. Like some bands that I really like, and I'll get their new album and be like, oh, what yeah, the Crimson hell, dude? Yeah, Crimson who? Crimson. The album Crimson. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a creeper for me. They all were yeah. after after From Halo and From Rage. Yeah. Or yeah. after Good Morning. Yeah. Yeah, again, they all came at me at once because I was like, oh, man, I'm into them. I'm going to, like, that's get a great way to hear them. stuff. Yeah. Because, you, you, like, they had a lot of music at that point. Oh, yeah. You could Definitely. Just keep listening. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't, like, but, yeah, I slept on a lot of those good bands. That bass player was in Tuesday. Oh, really? That was, like, his band. No kidding. Yeah. What's the name? I keep forgetting. The I think it's the bass player of the Mighty Mighty Boston's had a side project, and he was the singer of. Oh, really? And I can't remember the name of the band, but uh, my friend Ian, uh, Ian Garland, Yeah. he got me into him because we went to Punk and Drubbuck last year, and he's like, oh, do you ever hear um, such and such? I can't remember the name of the band. It's awful because I've been meaning to look it up, because they were really good. And um, Bouncing Souls cover one of their songs. No shit. And it's a really good Bouncing Souls song, too. It's uh, the girl's name. I can't think of it. Like, we're terrible with knowing, like, yeah, remembering yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Bouncing Souls are fucking awesome. I can't mm. think, though. <laughs> but, anyways, I was, like, on the ride home, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, doesn't Bouncing Souls do this song? And he's like, yeah, they cover this song. I was like, really? No shit. Yeah. That's The cool. band is really good anyways. I and love we'll hearing out shit who it like is. that. <laughs> I like hearing shit like that. Yeah. Like when you hear a cover from an awesome band you like and you think it's their song. Right. <laughs> right, dude. It was like, it's really good. It's definitely really good. Right on. Yeah, yeah dude, cool. that happens all the time. It does. Like yeah. you hear a band's rendition of a song and you never heard the original. Yeah. You're like, damn, the original's pretty good too. Definitely. Sometimes the original's not as good as the cover, though. Mm, mm. In everyone's different opinion, you know? I never knew that. I like placebo. A lot of people hate placebo. Mm. I, I, I don't like everything they do, but I like a lot of their shit. And when they, they did Running Up That Hill, uh, that 80s song. I don't know if I remember that. It's a fucking awesome cover. The point is, I didn't know it was a cover when I first heard it. Really? Yeah, I just thought it was an awesome song. And someone's like, you don't know that song. It's like an 80s hit. I'm like, really? And then I listen to the original. I'm like, oh, this is it's fucking pretty good. good right? But yeah, no, but Placebo does a really cool rendition of it. Nice. Way darker, way darker. It's yeah. a dark song already. Yeah. But you know the 80s, man. It had a lot of like upbeat shit to like dark lyrics. Yes. Like, which I love. Like the Joy Division. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like Alkaline Trio even. Yeah. They have like a lot of offbeat pop punk shit, but what they're singing about is very dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. But the, even their music kind of has like that dark sound to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not definitely. like your regular average punk rock band. They got like this gloomy sound to them. That's true. You know, and I like that. Kind of like a Misfits ish thing. Kind of, yeah. I, I would have to assume that they were probably influenced by Misfits. I would imagine. I would think so. Hey, Jamie. Have you heard the Smith Fits yet? <laughs> what? <laughs> Please tell me that it's... They do Smith and Misfits covers? 
It's um. Oh, are they like reverse them? That'd be so they sings like, like misfit songs like Morrissey. Ah, that would actually be pretty. <laughs> and cool. then do Smith songs. Is that like what they do? Misfits. That would be awesome. That it's would be a awesome. YouTube channel. Oh, okay. And I thought it was a band. No, 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 no. Go on. What is going on? He can't hear that, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it in your earphones a little bit. <laughs> I know, you just blast Yeah, I'll give it to you in a second so you can hear it. <laughs> we got to get another set of earphones. It helps when you're talking, too, because like it, there's, it just brings you into it's it. It's more full. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely more full. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. The Smith Fits. That's kind of dope. That sounds pretty dope. That does sound interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> I wish Dave stuck around. He's an interesting cat. I would. <laughs> we'll get him in here. He'll yeah. sit down and talk music. Interesting topics. Yeah. True. True. I don't know. So this part's gonna have some editing. There's a couple things we're gonna definitely edit out of this episode. Nothing can get edited. Why? Because it'll crash a computer. Everything gets up. uploaded and it is live and raw. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but can you keep them so you can watch previous episodes? Yeah, yeah they're yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, they all. Oh, okay. Once we post them, they're, they're not just up for a little while and then no, they disappear. stay up. They stay up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We're on Amazon Music <laughs> now. Amazon Music, nice. Spotify. Nice. I do have an Amazon Music account, so that's where I will pick you up. Yeah, I will cool. pick you up at Amazon Music. Rock and roll. <laughs> so what? What? Uh, when did you find a relationship in command? Gee, when did I find a relationship in command? At the drive-in we're speaking of. Uh, I think back in like oh three, maybe. Is that before it came out? Yeah, that might even be earlier. Yeah. They were definitely like earlier than you would think. Dude, they have some amazing stuff. And then they have some stuff that's just like artsy, Ridiculous. pretentious bullshit. I know, I know. <laughs> but you wanna like it. Yeah. Like some I always just wanna try to give it a chance. I'm like, uh. Yeah, very self indulgent. Yeah. Like very Same with Mars Volta. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that. Dude, totally, the first man. album is amazing. 2000. 2000, okay. 2000, yeah, I figured there were... I, I did listen to it around when it was out. Yeah. Um, Mariano, Mike Mariano, we used to play in Chasing Tomorrow together. He uh, he got me, like, really into them. Oh, yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. But we went and saw them live, and it was horrendous. Really? Yeah, I've because, heard that. Well, because the music is so, like upbeat and like changes left and right yeah it, i just don't think that they just doesn't they get it all together yeah you it's know because oh, they wow. live on pro tools it's all fucking corrected right exactly so it's just kind of a beautiful mess dude yeah we saw him at what was it the avalon like but right before they crushed the avalon no shit and uh we left we left in the middle of the set wow yeah because it was just did you leave in, in the middle of a 20 minute jam Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> and that was just that kind of got us. Yeah, too, they get a little uh, too get a little fishy. I'm out. They do a little too much. Yeah, noise. exactly. <laughs> and what's the na- the singer's name again? It's like Cedric. Cedric L. 
El blah 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 blah. Yeah. El wow. Alfonso. No, I can't remember his. <laughs> oh man, guys. I can't remember his last name. Here comes the emails. <laughs> but yeah, and his voice is so like amazing on yeah. recordings, but obviously during touring, he just got all tore up and just couldn't sing very well. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And he's like the main attraction in that band, I think, because yeah. his vocals are so. Ama- like wacky and amazing. You know? Yeah, definitely. I, I'm really into that guitar player. Oh yeah, he's, so he's cool. special. He's a fucking great guitar player. Yes, he is. I remember back in the day he was on like Rolling Stone's list of like, like best out of a hundred guitar players. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was actually in Rolling Stone. I was like, holy shit, he deserves it. He's fucking really no good. No kidding. Yeah, it's like a hidden talent. Like, Omar's amazing. Omar. Omar. Is that's that, that's the, the guitar player. Is. That's what I was thinking. Okay, and the singer, Cedric. Yeah, I just tuned out. Alfonso. I tuned back in. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> they don't remember Cedric. his name. Cedric. Uh, See, that's another band I haven't listened to in a while. What is Cedric's last name? Alamo. I can't remember. <laughs> Elmar. Rodriguez. Isn't Omar's last name Rodriguez? Yeah, I think so. It's like Gomez Rodriguez or... Rodriguez Gomez or something like that. <laughs> oh, it's like a two, yeah, yeah, two yeah. name last name. You're right. But he is amazing. He was actually awesome to watch, but was he? It was everything else was yeah, just kind of a hurricane. Him. Yeah, dude, they go nuts. That's cool that you saw them live. Yeah, because a lot of people would fucking die to see them live. Yeah, like when yeah, they I did the reunion, they came back. Yeah, I don't know if they ever, did. They come back around. Yeah, here? they did a reunion. Oh no, kidding! And sold out. You ready? Cedric Bixler. Bixler? Bixler. 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 All right. Cedric Bixler and Omar Rodriguez Lopez. That sounds like a British aristocrat. You know who was on uh, Mars Volta's second album? Flea. Flea and John Frusciante. Yeah. Oh, really? Isn't that a weird yeah, collaboration? That album was I didn't know that. Damn. No, me neither. And I'm not a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, but you know I love John Frusciante. They got some. Yeah, right, right. That guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking animal. He's definitely. A guitarist on his own, like she's got like a style that I've never heard before. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does, man. I remember you let me borrow one of his albums. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. But that's the thing with him is some of them are amazing and some of them are just like you said, self-indulgent. Yeah. Kind of crap. Yeah, with him it was probably like self-indulgent heroin chic fucking. (laughs) At at one point it was, and that's a great album. But then he got sober and he was like putting out albums like every few months. And like, they weren't good. Some of them were awesome, but some of them just weren't good. See, yeah. kids, drugs makes you write better songs. <laughs> oh, here's the point. <laughs> so here's the whole point of this. No, but obviously some of them were really good. Like, I still listen to them all the time. What's it? When Shadows Collide, I think, is one of them. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> I but like some of the Chili Peppers stuff. I... I so I, there's a moment in time where I did like them. Yeah. Like Blood yeah, Sugar, yeah. Sex Magic. Yeah, it's got a lot of good stuff on it. Really good. You can't deny it. No. Even if you don't like Anthony Kiedis' vocals, the songs are pretty good. The king of what about the, ne- fucking the Navarro? Yeah. <laughs> what about the Navarro era? I like that too. What was that, One Hot Minute? One Hot Minute was pretty good, it's I thought. It's got some good stuff. Because it's different. You yeah. know, it's got the different guitar in it. I get why people hate them too. They just, like, seem like... Too much? They just seem like... What was the word we used to use? Uh, they just seem, um, like, kind of, like, self-righteous, but uh, what do we used to call uh, Kristen Wood's ex-boyfriend that 
used to call him something, and I can't remember. Uh, what it was <laughs> um, you know who I'm talking about? Equipment? No. Many things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think people. Said yeah, many we called things. him a lot of things, right? A lot of things. Uh, <laughs> smarmy. Smarmy. They're very smug. smarmy very and smug. smug. Yeah. There's a Jamie word for you. They seem very smarmy and smug. I like those words, dude. I know. I think it, you and I used to use that. Yeah, yeah, we totally did. <laughs> like smarmy. That sums up some people, like because that's well. what we used to call uh, like John. That smug fuck. Yeah, John was smarmy. Uh, are you raising your hand, Brian? I have a question. Shoot, Tiger. Smarmy. No, oh, you're, you're not a smarmy? smarmy. You were you're not once. Smarmy, dude. You were once smarmy, but now you're not. Maybe when you drank. Yeah, he's a smarmy bastard when he drinks. He can get very smarmy. <laughs> and Australian. <laughs> Dude, I'd go out with Mark back in the day and literally just Outback Jack. Like, Outback Jack. There was no stopping it. All right. No, I can. I don't know. Maybe Dude, I Mark. remember. You'd like start talking in like an English accent sometimes. <laughs> Wacky. Mm. That was wacky. I wasn't the only one. That was weird to find out. Didn't Dave used to do that too? Yeah. Didn't you like Yo, stop he totally talking did. in accents? R.I.P. Dave Ingalls, man. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Fuck. Imagine if he was here. Yeah. A lot of our friends that have passed that I really wish were here. Yeah. I would love to have. Tim they would on make here. it very interesting. Yeah, dude, definitely. Dave is an amazing dude to talk music with. He was kind of like a trendsetter, like a trendsetter. Yeah, he taught. He introduced. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. <laughs> yeah. <trend> yes. <laughs> he he got me into a couple bands actually. Totally, dude. He got me yeah. into some bands too. He kind of inspired my idea for crust punk pizza night. I'm coining that phrase <laughs> yes. right now, by the way. Dude, I'm <laughs> going to trademark. I'm going to find out where Decrepit is, and I'm going to try and get them on Get the them on, the, get <laughs> them on an episode. I don't know where they are or what, but I know that I, I think they're from Seattle, I think. Yeah. But yeah, Dave got me into them. Yeah. He had them good. on vinyl, dude. No yeah. shit. Yeah, man. That was fucking... He got me into cool, Drop Dead. Yeah, Drop Dead. Yeah. I think he had them on vinyl, too. Yeah, I think I... His vinyl collection was ridiculous. I may have bought a couple of them. Because yeah. I have a couple of those Drop Dead albums on vinyl. Right on. Yeah. And I couldn't really remember where I got them. And I do kind of remember maybe buying some from him. No shit. At one point. Yeah, I believe it. Because he was getting rid of ones he didn't need anymore. Yeah. Whatever happened to his record collection... I, oh, if I remember correctly, actually, didn't his mom like have some friends go up there and pick out things they wanted? I think so. I think so. I think Wendy did that. I know me and Hallie ended up with a bunch of records. Yeah. I don't remember if they came from Dave, though. Right on. I'm not sure. I don't oh, think so. That was so. a fucking rough day, hearing yeah. about that. Yeah, dude. Ugh. Drugs, man. <clears throat> yeah, they're shitty. But we... uh we partied to remember. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And remember him, we did. Yeah. We may not remember much from that summer or however long that lasted. Because it was more than a summer. But Surprisingly, I remember a lot of it. Well, yeah, yeah, I do too. You know what and, I mean? And we remember him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's not very, too many blurry moments with Dave. Well, you Maybe. and I were talking about that recently, how how special of a time that was for all of us. Yeah. It brought everyone back together. Which is funny, too, because I only knew Dave for years because he used to 
come to deprogrammer shows with Ryan, mm-hmm. with Kevin's uncle Ryan. Cousin, cousin. Cousin, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no worries. You guys are like all like close to ages and uncles yeah. and cousins. Well, that was the Ryan I spoke of earlier that gave me the S and M Airlines album. Yes. So they used to come to our shows all the time. I knew Ryan from when he was a kid too. Shout out deprogrammer. Yeah, old old school deprogrammer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But they would always come out to see us. Like and that's how I met Dave. Yeah. You know? Right he on. was hilarious. <laughs> like, right off the bat, he was hilarious. He used to come down to practice every once in a while. You used to come down every once in a while. Yeah. That's how yeah. I met Brian. Yeah. First time I met Brian was in Mike Parker's basement. Ah, the basement. Which is probably still exactly the same. <laughs> Haunted, too. I know. <laughs> we should go back there, man. We should have Mike on the show. Yeah. We should have the show in his basement. In his haunted basement? That would be awesome. Hey, you experienced some shit over there, didn't you? A little bit. Not as much as I would have liked to, but, you know, we had those little things where we'd be, like, me and Mike would still be, like, partying at, like, 2 or 3 a.m. after the band and everyone left. Perfect time for things to happen. Perfect time for things to happen. So we'd be, like, after he built that recording studio, remember he put the window between... fuck yeah, man. Between both. Yeah. And um, That was awesome. Yeah, it was wicked awesome. He sunk some cash into that. Yeah, he did. And unfortunately, we didn't really do much with it. Uh, dude, that, yeah. But we would be sitting down there, like, just chatting away, and we would hear, like, loud footsteps, like, coming down the stairs. And there'd be people that used to show up, like, whenever, on a weekend night, and they would run down the basement steps, because that's usually where people were, you know? <laughs> oh, God. And so every time it happened, we'd be like, oh, it must be Kim or it must be so-and-so, right? Kim Kardashian, that is. Yeah. She hung out. Obviously. And uh, we go out and look, and no one's there. <laughs> and it would happen, like, multiple times some nights, and other nights it wouldn't happen at all. Ugh. It was just really strange. It just. And then that time, we, actually, Dave was there, and it was me and Dave and Ian, and... We were sitting at that round table right next to the bar in his basement, you know, when you go, like, first go down the stairs, and that's the bar right there. Yeah. And there was, like, this metal uh, candle holder. It had, like, all these arms and stuff. It was about two feet tall, maybe two or three feet tall, and it was on the end of the bar near the wall. And me and Dave and Ian were just chatting away at the the round table, and uh, there was, like, a paper bag with like PBR tolls in it of course on the on the uh, on the bar right next to that candle holder and it just like fell over and a can came rolling out real slow and we all just looked at each other like do you guys see that and it was kind of funny because me and Dave were like did you see that and Ian was just like <laughs> like Ian already knew what was coming right public over yeah dude yeah he's really familiar so he was just like oh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm like wow what was that and i go walking over to that corner and i walked into like this force field of cold air wow like just went from like regular room temperature into like ice cold air and i went to like grab the bag put it put the beer back in the bag and put it up and the candle holder started shaking oh wow and Ian and Dave were there to, like, witness it. Oh. And still, Ian was, like, silent the whole time. I got to bring that up to him Dude, again. Ian has seen some shit. Yeah. Like, he He's prob- been there a lot. Yeah. yeah. He ha- he's seen he's a seen lot of shit. He's seen more than I have. Yeah. And obviously, Mike has. Mike said that 
there was a woman in there with a white dress. It was a ghost. It's always a woman in a white dress. <laughs> yeah, he used to play with his son. Like, he would go in when his son was real young, and he'd be talking and, like, looking up. I remember Mike saying And that. as Ben got older, he said, yeah, it was this lady in a white dress. Like, she oh, was, yeah, like, kind of my friend. Wow. And Mike saw her once when he was mowing the lawn out back, and he just, like, looked up at his back door there, yeah. and she was just standing in the window, like, looking at him. Wow. Like, watching him. Wow. And he, like, stopped and went to, like, go up there, and she was gone. That's wild. Yeah, just, like, disappeared. The whole I, image disappeared. I did hear about the lady in the white dress before. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Well, supposedly, was TV, wasn't it? What's that? That neighborhood was on TV, wasn't it? I think maybe. Um, I do know some ghost hunters went in their house before. Yeah. In his house. I did hear that. I don't really remember. And priority music, like, right around the corner. Yeah. I think it was the same people that <laughs> went there. I don't doubt that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Brian, remember when you were really drunk and that ghost made you take your dick out and piss all over the toys? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I don't, that, I don't know if he'll be on the show. That was oh, wild oh, paranormal stuff. That was wild. Stalin <laughs> was the lady in the white dress, dude. Dude, that was a wild night, man. <laughs> I wasn't there for that. No, that was a rough night. That's because uh, <laughs> this girl who lived there was feeding us, what was it, grape vodka or something? Dude, a big old bottle of it, and she was literally trying to get us wasted. His girlfriend at the time? Yes. Mike's girlfriend? Yes. Are they still together? Sort of, kind of, maybe. Last time I saw them, they were. She's a riot. And she was living there? She is a riot. (laughs) But that was just a strange night. (laughs) Grape vodka. Why is she getting us so drunk? And like, blackout for a while. And came to, and Brian's pissing all over the living room. (laughs) 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 And got booted. Oh, shit. Hey, you're not the only one that's ever pissed all over the place before. That's true. We're not giving you grief for that. Oh, I know. I've definitely done my fair share of pissing (laughs) and being too drunk (laughs) and pissing (laughs) in the wrong place. I'm surprised we haven't, like, tripped our balls off and walked into the lake in all 58 (sighs) We should. We should. How did I not? We would just watch the plants go crazy as fuck. I feel like... Tell me about that. No, I feel like there were a couple nights where we were partying enough where we were out walking in the water. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we flipped a canoe out there and walked it back. Oh, that stupid guy that was there. Really? Oh, I know who you're talking about. That guy, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Jägermeister Mark. Yeah. Oh, dude, he'd get, like, sloshy drunk wicked fast. And just fucking ruin everything. Ugh. He was that guy that would just show up and ruin everything. Yeah, didn't you like throw him out of the house if you done? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I remember being there once. Well, because he was like stat and shit. Like he was being creepy to Amanda or something, uh. something like that. And I was like, no, you gotta go. You gotta get the hell out of here right now. <laughs> and he was like my brother's girlfriend's brother at the time. Oh wow. So it was like kind of sucked because the first time I met him, he was actually. A nice guy and pretty cool <laughs> and that's why how he did end up like hanging out sometimes but the more he hung out the more fucking wasted he'd get uh-huh. and more annoying and like <laughs> piss everybody off he was just like wreak havoc like just falling down and breaking stuff when he flipped the canoe he like lost a freaking car battery Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> and like what? a lounge chair and a bunch of beers and a cooler. All of that was in the canoe. All that was in the canoe because it had that little. <laughs> we were uh, ready. It had the little outboard motor on it, so it goes by a oh, car. Okay, okay. 
Or it probably was the boat battery, but it, posted, it basically looks like a car battery. I got you. It's the same idea. <laughs> and it's, dude, how many batteries do you think are in that lake besides that one that <laughs> came out of my boat? Dude, the 80s were so rough on that lake. I, like, literally, like, when I was a little kid, I would, like, be at the beach, like, right next to the, the Halifax house. Yeah. And I just literally watch people partying and just like smashing glass like into the water and just throwing trash everywhere. It's like so much crap is in that lake. It's horrible. It's horrible. I actually want to like kind of like go on like an excavation hunt of that lake. Wear shoes. I bet you would find like (laughs) dead bodies and stuff. Jesus, Jamie. You would imagine, right? My brother almost died there. My brother David almost drowned in that lake. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he was like, he was out on a canoe with my dad like late at night, and the sun was going down, and he went underwater, and he never came up. And Yikes. my dad, you know, was fucking Hysterical. freaked out and started like feeling around everywhere in the water, and eventually, like, he grabbed like the top of his head, and like had to like really like f- like pull him like by the top of his hair. Oh. You get like stuck in weeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah he that, got weeds that, stuck around his foot. And he couldn't swim back. That lake out. was terrible for the weeds back then. I like to so. the point where they brought these big like raking machines in. Yeah. And just raked the whole lake, but it really screwed up the wildlife. Oh. Like all the fish and everything. No shit. Like it really killed it, wow. and it got more polluted after they raked it because it kind of dug up a lot of crap. You know, wow. there's probably some crap in there that was kind of covered with dirt and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, litter. Wow. Had, like, really bad stuff. Oh, that makes sense. You know. And there used to be a pig farm there, and they flooded the pig farm to make that lake. So I imagine, like, how much pig That's dry, not the only uh, lake around there that used to be Dry farm. pig feces at the bottom of that lake yeah. for, like, years. Well, what about... That's un- probably, like, fertile. Like, that's what, like, made all the weeds, like, Right. Fucking. Or what about underwater pig ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. That is scary. <laughs> that's, see, that's something we're going to start. So like the underwater pig ghost. Yeah, wasn't there? It's part of the Bridgewater Triangle. You guys didn't know about oh, that. Oh shit! What about your experience at Kiwani at the lodge? What about my few experiences? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Spill it. Oh, I'll give you one that was that. like pretty crazy. So like we practiced in the basement of the lodge. Yeah. When I was in Chasing Tomorrow, and it was like Mike Mariano, Scott Smith, who plays now in Summoner. Yep. Um. Used to be Riff Cannon. I think he's in a couple other bands too. Probably. But yeah, it was Scott Mariano and me, and we practiced in the basement of the lodge. And all the time, there was a there was a door that had like bolts on it, like a couple of deadbolts on it. And if you opened it, it went down the back set of stairs into the lake. So oh. like in the summer, we get really sweaty and go out there and go swimming. But all the time, that door would be playing. That door would be open to keep us cool. And by the end of a song, it would be closed and all locked up. Yeah. And that would happen. That's happened multiple times. One time, Scott Smith, my ex Lisa, and I were hanging out there. Scott and I were just kind of like jamming. And we left. We shut everything down. We locked it all up. We went up the front stairs, which there's like a huge, uh, what is it? Like those big door, like a bulkhead? Bulkhead. Yeah. And we padlocked it shut. And we go out onto the deck and we're just hanging out and talking, the three of us. And the payphone on the deck started ringing. 
And so just for fun, we're like, ah, fucking pick it up, you know? And yeah. Scott picked it up, and he's like, hello? And I just see his face. His face is saying, like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on, dude? He goes, dude. And he just held the phone out, and he's like, take it. And I took it, and it was, like, low, like, breathing, like, <sighs> with, like, little cymbal noises. Something really? going ting, 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 ting off a cymbal and a little <laughs> snare drum roll. Swear to God. So it's like from in the room. Yeah, dude. Like, and he, I, we gave the phone to uh, Lisa. She started crying because she just got freaked <laughs> out immediately. And we all know the reputation of the place. We've seen yeah. some other shit. Like, there's things that happen there. So, like, Lisa was like, no, this isn't happening. Like, please tell me this is happening. So I, I undid the lock. I opened the bulkhead. I ran down there. Everything was the way we left it, except the sticks were on the floor, not on the snare drum. Now, they can roll off. That happens. Mm. But we locked it up, went back upstairs, and uh, the phone rang again. And the same exact thing happened again. That's so creepy. Dude, it was so wild, and it sounds so ridiculous because it was so blatant. Mm -hmm. And um, I told my dad, you know, like he was back at the house or whatever. (laughs) And I thought he might have been, the only explanation would have been my dad was fucking with us. Right. But he wasn't. He no. wasn't there. Um, and I remember, like, so, like, my dad was a non-believer. He didn't believe in ghosts or any of that oh, shit. Okay. He's not scared of anything, you know. I remember the day when he came into the house and he was like, Gail, I believe in ghosts now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I came running down the stairs and I'm like, you finally saw something? He's like... Yeah, Kev, I saw something. Oh, no, <laughs> and he told my mom and I that, like, you know, at, at the end of every night, he would lock up and shut all the lights off in the main lodge, like the same place we practice in the basement of. Yep. And all I, the time, he, he, this was unbeknownst to us, he was like, I've been dealing with this for a while, but I always chalked it up to, like, old building, loose electrical, whatever. But my dad knew, elect, he knew his electrical shit. He knew how to plumb. He was a yeah. guy of all trades. Um, and he was like, yeah, so I've been dealing with this for a while, but I'll shut all the lights off. I'll go outside. A light will turn back on, whatever. I go in, shut it back off, and leave. He goes, tonight, it wouldn't stop. Like, I shut all the lights off, locked yeah, the door, multiple on. lights flicking back on. and Like the switches? Yeah. Ooh. And he'd go back in and have to shut all the lights off, and then he went back outside, and the office light in his office at his desk fucking turned on. And... He went in there, shut it off, came back out, and he just stood on the porch of the lodge because he wanted to, like, he was like, maybe it's kids. Maybe some punks are here, like, fucking this shit. And he just stood there. And then all of a sudden, he heard these really heavy footsteps walking down the porch towards uh, him. They walked right by him, bumped him in the shoulder, and no kept way. walking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he was like, holy shit, because there was nothing there. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Unfortunately, I always wanted something to happen to me there. Yeah. Because I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. But actually, I did practice in the basement with you for a couple months. Yeah, you did. That's, that's right. That little project. Yeah, you can't... Dude, you were there when Lisa blood. crashed her Mustang. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's like one of the first times I showed up there. Dude. Yeah, you and I were jamming down there. Yeah. You that's and right. me and Andy. Yes. And DeLuca. Yeah, DeLuca. Wow. Because we were going right. to do Not Enough Blood. Yes. And we were starting it. Yep. And then remember that one practice? <laughs> and he just stood up. He's like, 
I'm not doing this anymore. And he just like grabbed off. the end of his thirty pack and left. So and, Andy, <coughs> and we all just singer. started laughing. We're talking about Andy Bizance, and he's a singer, Cutthroat. Yeah. If you don't know who they are, they're in my opinion. I'm not just saying it. They're like one of the best punk hardcore punk bands to come out of Boston ever. They're Agreed. F- they were fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. But and then Deluca. Deluca was in well, like I don't know. Was he in Punch the Clown for like a minute? Maybe he was in Brawl Park. Brawl Park. Yeah. Who actually a former member of Brawl Park all will be performing up here, Jamie DeRosa. That's right. All yeah. Systems. All system stop. Oh, all system he stop, played right. drums for. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he was like the permanent drummer, but he definitely started the band with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a slew of other bands. He was in a few bands when we were in high school together. Yeah. Yeah. But. Dude, yeah, that was those. Those were fun times. Yeah, they were. Definitely. They were. Those were like fun, innocent, like shows everywhere at times. Yeah. You know, there was always shows. Yep. Now it's like a dime a dozen. You know, yeah. it is no like. At least there were generations that kept doing it <laughs> mm. when we were kids, and then like into the twenties and thirties, there were still people doing it. Mm. Now it looks like the next generation is just not doing it. Yeah, you know they're not going out, not keeping and up, playing like, you know, original. It doesn't have to be punk, like any kind of rock music, but original shows, you know. Yeah, like they're getting like less and less. They are getting less and less. I, I, I want to get out to like more, just like between. My own yeah. band having a new baby and working and all right. that shit. I know you that just get excuses and doing a podcast. Like, hey, I don't have kids and I, I can't get, get out, out all the time. Right. Well, like Brockton, dude. Like they got their they got shows going again in Brockton, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. We were all at Romans back in the early two thousands. Like that was fucking awesome. That was a great time. Yeah. Yep. And um, before that, there was what one two one in Brockton. Yep. I never went in there. I was like really young. Yeah, I didn't start going in there until it was almost over. Yeah. I had some friends. Remember, I know. War was playing there. Yeah. And that was like, that was pre DEFCON 4. Oh, no. Remember them? They were amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I was, I used to skate with some of the members of World War, which became, well, a couple of the members became DEFCON 4, but that was all in 121. Ah, right on. And uh, XXL guys were always there. Yeah, Shadows Fall played there all the time. No kidding. Yeah, I remember talking to like um, I remember talking to my cousin Ryan back then too. He was like he he got me into punk and all that shit. He was going to like all those shows. Right. You know. Definitely, probably how I met him too. Yeah, yeah. All those shows were. Oh, Diecast, Diecast played a lot there. I remember just wanting to go there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I have the to. The hosting uh, seat is empty. Oh. <laughs> so Jamie, we got a secret to tell you that our studio is haunted by our friend Jamie. He's sitting in this chair right here. Oh no! You cannot see him. <laughs> oh, is this just? Is like that what you guys are talking camera? about? No, like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The There's like no one next to you in like a full. Hand. <laughs> hey, you can see Jamie in high def right now if you. Uh, nice. If you subscribe mm-hmm. for three ninety nine a month. Oh, you should yeah. do that, ladies and gentlemen. All you have Whoa. to do is go down to the first episode we put out and unlock it, and that's it. Every <laughs> other episode we make out from here is free. Oh, we have, Jamie, we have some bonus content that we're going to push or post at some point. Yeah. But we had a paranormal incident in here the very first time him and I were doing this a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude, really fucking weird. We were talking for like 50 minutes, right? 
in the middle of that 50 minutes, we touch down on the death of Kurt Cobain oh, and right. the detective, uh, uh, Detective Tom Grant, who Courtney hired to find his body, and he ended up suspecting that Courtney had something to do with it. Right. All the evidence, the documentary Soaked in Bleach touches down on a lot right, of that. Right. The minute I, the second I said Tom Grant, his picture behind you, fucking came off the wall towards us. Yeah, that's that's strange. Dude, we have it on camera. That was some wacky shit. That is pretty weird. And that picture has been sitting there a long time now. Yeah. Like, it used to be on the wall, now it's over there. Uh, just so people know, we have a picture of Kurt Cobain in here, for those who aren't watching. Uh, it, it came with the studio, because, like, somebody left it here before we, we started renting the place, and we decided to keep it, throw it up on the wall, and whatever. You know. Yeah. Fuck. It's the guy's decent, an awesome writer. It's a decent rendition of Kurt Cobain. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not, not terrible. bad, man. <laughs> no. And, um, yeah, it, that was, dude, it happened. We were just literally talking for 50 minutes. What are the odds? Like, yeah, we that's... go into talking about him and immediately came off the wall. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It was weird. <laughs> there was, uh. Oh, no, that was too late. I was going to say there was an old factory worker here that loved Nirvana, but. <laughs> That factory was long gone by the time Nirvana <laughs> came. Maybe it is like old factory work workers that are still hanging out in here and hated life because they worked in this factory. Coming to work every day. Coming to work every day and just, dude, fuck that. Man. I like dude, life. Afterlife, that sucks. I, I like life because of this factory. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's too bad they to, didn't experience that. We used to break into this factory and steal the uh, fire extinguishers. Did you really? Yep. We'd steal, like, dude, we would get away with so... That was our thing. We'd steal fire extinguishers everywhere we could. No kidding. So this was one of them. So <laughs> when did they start renting rooms out here? Oh, not till... Probably the mid-2000s, early or mid-2000s. So was it abandoned when you used to break in here? Oh, yeah. Oh, no shit. Totally, yeah. And uh, <laughs> same with, like, uh, those... Those apartments, the shoebox apartments, yeah, used to be like Harding Press. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, well, I remember when it was like all condemned and closed down. Yeah, we yeah. used to break in there all the time, steal their fire extinguishers, <laughs> and they had all those old like black rotary phones. No shit. Do yeah. not do that shit. Well, like, you can't get busted now. Those those places are all gone now. <laughs> I mean, you look around. You should totally feel steal fire extinguishers if you can. I mean, if it's an abandoned <laughs> oh, building, no. it's an abandoned building. Who cares? So. This was one of the places we used to do it, and we used to take the fire extinguishers and go to, like, someone's neighborhood, like, just to, like, fuck with them, and just spray them up and down the street so there'd be, like, a huge cloud and, like, be, like, honking the horn the whole time. So all the neighbors are, like, looking out their windows, and there's just this huge cloud That's of fire so extinguisher crap. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That was our thing. Well, because, like, this is what kids did. This is what skateboard kids did yeah. before they started drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. Jamie's carbon footprint was Dude. just fucking exploding. Fucking vandalism, yeah, just, man. That was we were thing. so into well, that shit. Vandalism, yeah, dude. That's what, that's where you got your high, you know? Like, yeah. Absolutely. It was pre-drinking and drug age, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was straight edge when I was heavy into vandalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, getting the angst out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we, uh, even uh, the school buses that were parked behind uh, Purity Purity or whatever it's called. It's now like the stop it's and shop, Peapod like Peapod now. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to have all, do they still have all the buses parked out back there? They might. We used to go out there and steal their fire extinguishers. And one night, my buddy, like, my buddy was like, 
and this is the kid who never did anything wrong. He'd always give us shit for like stealing fire extinguishers. And he like went up to one of the buses and like pulled a stop sign out and just like ripped the thing off. <laughs> and he goes running with it back to the car because my buddy parked at the car and waited for us like up on the parking lot part, you know, the actual parking lot of the store. Yeah. And then there was like a wall, and that's where are they parked all the buses. So he goes running up there, and we're like, oh shit, we should get out of here. <laughs> we follow him, and we all got like two, three hand, like fire extinguishers each. We all pile into this little like K car. And as we're leaving, we like turn around, we go out on the left side of it where you can pull into the bus parking. As we're pulling out, we see like two cruisers pull into the bus oh, parking no. lot. <laughs> They're like, shit. Take off, never got busted. Were you on bikes? No, we're in a we're in a K car. car or an Aries, <laughs> one of those little box cars things. I think it was a K car. That's a riot. Because we didn't have our licenses, we were still like fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> and this kid Bill was like sixteen. He had his license in a crappy car, so we'd all just pile into his car. That's awesome. Like I've definitely taken rides to skate spots in his trunk because there'd be no room in the car. Uh, you can do that. No, you can't. No, no, I mean, like, you're capable of getting in a drunk. I was at the time. I am not. Yeah, because I was the smallest of the group. Is that a fear? Like, if you want to go, if you want to go, you're going to get in the trunk. One time, me and my buddy got in the trunk. At least I had company that time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it was a little better. That would make it a little better. A buddy and a lighter? (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know what? Have you ever seen the show Monk? I have here and there. I love the show Monk. Yeah. There's an episode where he's locked in the trunk. With, with the uh, I can't think of the actor's name, but he's a fucking riot. He's one of my favorite characters on the show, but he's in the trunk with him. Yeah. And I watch it. They're in a trunk, and I'm like, oh, I could not do that. Not but then the out. dude lights like a, he he like puts on some kind of light, and then you that's when you find out that this other dude that he hates is in the trunk with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up like connecting in the trunk, and they get over their fear of claustrophobia. And I watch that, and I'm like, yeah, that would help. No kidding. That was a long dumb story, but you but know. no, I mean it makes sense. The only way I'm getting in a trunk is if you're in it. There you go. <laughs> I could live with that. Yeah, my buddy John rode to like, where did we go? We went to like some like half pipe and someone's like, someone's mom was like a florist and she had like this huge like building behind their house and it had like all these, uh, you know, sunrooms and stuff like that. But then there was like this big concrete building connected to it and he had a huge half pipe in there. Whoa. Like one side was like a regular half pipe. The other side was just this huge wall. So you just had to wall ride like every time and then do tricks on the other side. That's amazing. It was pretty cool. Not PJ Ladd's place? No, no. This was years before that. No shit. Yeah. You used to see it. It was cooler than that, you? too. Yeah. You used to like, didn't you used to like drive him around and like help him push like swag? No. Like his shirts and shit? Well, I gave him shirts. Oh, like, okay. I quote unquote gave him like flow for sponsorship yeah 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 virus but then he right was, yeah okay but then he but yeah I did drive him around everywhere Jamie owned a t-shirt company called Virus yeah you you did some good things with that I did some good things with it I just kind of buried it though PJ Ladd started wearing his shit yeah for those for who don't while. know who PJ Ladd is he's like one of the best technical skaters like out of your generation yeah I think I was his first sponsor with that of a small clothing company. And then Converse picked him up. I think we can get him on the, the show. Element. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in like 15 years probably. <laughs> it's been a long time. I saw him when he came home once and we chatted for like 10 minutes. And that was it. He looks so weird as an adult. 
He does? Yeah, because really? I just remember him being like 16, like 16 to 18. I knew it. I hung out with him a lot. Yeah. And he was still like, you know, clean shaven with like, he always had wicked short hair. And then when he came back, now he's got like long hair and like beard and stuff. <laughs> wow. He's like kind of hippie-ish into hippie stuff. You can skate in his mansion in a video game. Get out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like one of the levels you can unlock. Do you unlock. think PJ Ladd has a mansion now? I don't even know if he had a mansion <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm like, wait. Did I heard, PJ make enough money to get a mansion? I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that like his credit was so fucking terrible that when he became a pro skater and started actually making money and shit, yeah. like the only way he could get things is from like cash or putting things in other people's names. Really? I could be totally spreading disinfo. Yeah, who knows? That's what I heard that. You could just go up to a game maker and be like, yo, man. Yeah, like he, it might not have actually been his mansion in real life, but right. in the game he had a mansion and you could skate in it. Was it like Tony Hawk Pro Skater or something? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Tony Hawk or Skate, one of those games. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been Tony Hawk, actually. Yeah. I only played Tony Rick's Hawk. Rick's Life three. is a character in Tony Hawk. No. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> he's he's got to come on. You will get him is on. Is he? We'll oh get my him gosh. On. For those who don't know, when I was younger, I was asked by Rick. Of 25 to life to play bass and like tour Europe and all this shit. I was, I had just had a kid and I just turned 20 and I said, fuck yeah. And it was an amazing time. I had of an course. amazing time. And then I played bass for like other shows for him like over the next year or two. Yeah. Yeah. We can get him on, man. He's a character. He is. You gotta be careful. Yeah. You might have to like, <laughs> you might have to record elsewhere. To He's such a sweet guy though. Yeah. He's a sweetheart. He's like he one is. of the biggest sweethearts you could ever meet. He just... A lot of people have issues with him. He just unloaded too much. Well, he's one of, it's one of those things where, like, I can't judge him based on how he... Whatever else he did, I can only judge him based on how he's treated me over the right. years. And That's he's true treated too. me like family. Like, That's true, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I've, I've heard. I've heard some shit. Yeah. He just goes... <laughs> he just went on rants about different things. Oh, he lost his mind for a little bit. He had, like, right. a nervous breakdown. Right. Yeah. I never really knew him, but he did give one of my bands our first show. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, he would do that. Yeah. I used to hear shit like he'd, people would pick up, like, demos or, like, CDs from his, like, flea market. <laughs> and, like, it would be, like, blank. His, his blanket market. <laughs> yeah, they'd go home and, like, play it, and there wouldn't be anything on it, and they'd want to kill him <laughs> oh, for it. Man. Honestly, dude, though, like, knowing him, like, he did not didn't do, do it on purpose. purpose. Right, no. right. It's just shit He just happens. didn't do quality control. Right. <laughs> He, like, woke up, like, he was recording one, and he fell asleep. He's like, oh, this one's done. Yeah. <laughs> Puts in another one. Dude, you can get amazing shit, like, off of him, He though. had crazy bootleg stuff. Oh, my God. He really did. Dude, his whole house in Baltimore, like, where I stayed before and after the tour. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Dude, it's just wall to wall stuff. with collectible shit. Really? It's organized, too, but it is wall to wall. Yeah. Like, that dude has a lot of money and collectible shit. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. He's got, like, first edition, like, dolls, you know, whatever. Like, whatever fucking doll you can think of. Like, the <laughs> no first kidding. edition, yeah. <clears throat> it's Great. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then his music collection is probably the biggest music oh, collection. Oh, yeah, he's got so much rare crap. <laughs> yeah. He called me a couple months ago. He reaches out once in a while. No kidding. Like, hey, yo, yo, Kev, it's good, man. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. man. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, we we could probably get him to come here. I 
think I saw. I'll probably one. have like higher security for the night. <laughs> oh, right, I was gonna say like <laughs> the table's done. <laughs> Undisclosed location. Yeah, but him and PJ Ladd, man, they're in video games. Yeah, right. That's, That's strange. Yeah. We're gonna fucking sell video game music out of here. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We, we can create some awesome video game music in here. We got Fruity Loops, folks. Fruity Good Loops? We're not Wu- fucking around. Good enough for Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Did they really use Fruity Loops? Hell yeah. You can, man. No, Fruity Loops is solid, dude. If you if you know how to write and you're creative, you can use Fruity Loops. You'll come up with some good shit. Really? Definitely. I never uh, heard of Fruity Loops. It, it's a solid. It's been around for a while now. Yeah. You do, like, different beats and, like, all sorts of shit on it. A lot of rappers use it. I see. Yeah. I got it on here, but I can't open it because of. Uh, Are you writing rap now? No. Is I'm that why you have free loops, yeah, Brian? Yeah, Brian's rap. writing hip hop right now as we speak. I want to get some hip hop artists in here, man. That'd be cool. Unfortunately, there's really not many around. Well, yeah. Around I mean, here. I know some street guys, some yeah. like street rap level. My cousin Nikki, man. Yeah. He's a rapper. He lives in. Uh, well, he moved out of Brockton. Yeah. I That's where he lives now. But he yeah. would come on. He's a good rapper. Yeah, but then I think I like, remember um, you mentioning him. I would love to get. I don't know if we can, but do you know that podcast like uh, microphones and mill crates or? I've heard of it. Totally I don't think I see the name of that podcast up. They're local. And they just got Sage Francis to come on their podcast. Really? Yeah, I gotta. I gotta listen to it. I was. I actually like posted in the comments about them having him on. Nice. I'm, I'm a big Sage Francis fan. Nice. Yeah. They got him on. That's pretty dope. He's really good. I'd like to, like, I don't know. My expectations are probably unreal, but I'm going to aim high anyway and try to get people like Cage or I'd like to get Atmosphere on here. Do you never know what the response is going to be? Yeah, you just hit people up. Right. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Look at Eric Andre when he started. Yeah. Right? He got people just because they (laughs) just were like, hey, I want to be relevant. (laughs) Come on. That guy's ridiculous. He is. <laughs> I like his style. I just want to get people in here that, like, we like. Like, we yeah. want to fucking, Of you know, course, of course. Pick their brain or talk to them, like, or whatever. Right. It'd be fun, man. People need cool. to be heard. People need to be heard, for sure. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> On that note, we know I have to excuse myself. Musicians. Are you using the bathroom? Oh, I'm shit. I'm going to go with Jamie. I get a pee, too. Can we take a pee break? Pee um, break time, folks. Pee break time. We'll be back. <laughs>